Welcome, everybody, to another episode of All Comic Interviews. I am here with Stephen Mooney. I am absolutely honored to be joined by another Irishman. My wife is really going to leave me now because my accent is nowhere near as good. Um, the last time we, stopped, we talked to uh, Stephen here, I think, was uh, a sight ago. And Half Fast Danger hardcover just came out, and I was uh, I was drooling all over it. So, Stephen, how the hell are you? I'm great, man. <laughs> or, or sorry, glad to hear you're on the book. Is it what is it, Stefan or Stephen? Because I know some people prefer other. Oh no, Stephen. Yeah, it's okay. Like, States just uh, with the PH instead of the V. I think it's the only. Difference. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I, I uh, if if you've been listening to me talk ever, I'm terrible at names. So in Gaelic, it's uh, Stefan. If that it sounds kind of rude when I say it out loud, doesn't it? It does a little. Uh, you sound a little yeah, snotty. That's... You sound a little snotty. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Stephen is good. Yeah. Or Mooney. Everyone calls me Mooney. So Mooney, okay. Call me Mooney, whatever. That's what's going on then. Mooney, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm good. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm feeling uh, better now. I've been writing for the last few weeks, and I was uh, getting myself in a bit of a. I was getting. I was making myself paranoid that I just uh, <laughs> had lost the run of it completely. But now I think I've got things nailed down and in the in the shape I want them to be. So now I'm good. But uh, I was stressed out there a couple of weeks back. Is it, is it just typical of a comic creator thing, or is it like an Irish guy thing? Are you guys just absolutely are paranoid of all your work? Because uh, Declan was yeah, like extremely paranoid. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know. We do talk about it a lot because we do seem to. Um, really worry about everything <laughs> uh, i think it's just the fear of losing everything you know we still we're still there's there's about four or five six of us doing it full time in ireland now so it's growing like but um and we all meet up all the time and we know each other really well because it's such a niche thing and comics as you can imagine aren't exactly massive in ireland you know it's 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 an american art form after all so we're we're playing in your sandbox, you know, so we all get together and just sit there and worry <laughs> and just, uh, and just ask each other, like, do you think, do you think it's going to be long before they figure out that we don't really have a clue what we're doing? <laughs> you know, it, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> not, not too long, not too long left. It's eventually the egg will crack and you're, you're done. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You guys, uh, you guys do all, all great work over there. Uh, you know, the UK and all that, like Judge Dredd, I, I love that shit. So I, I'm sure yep. that there's no, there's no uh, downturn anytime soon. Here's how open. I'll just drop my mic all over the place, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, like I said, last time we were talking, uh, we were talking Half Past Danger. Uh, I really feel mm -hmm. like that was like three years ago now. Um, <laughs> no, well, the hardcover came out about this time last year. Did it? See, I, uh, I, I went searching through the yeah, site. Fair. Maybe I called it something different. I, I was trying to find that original interview. I thought it was the... Uh... I think it was February 23rd was released last year. So I guess a couple of months ago, a year and a couple of months. It might have been the, uh, the last issue we talked. I, I know, I can't remember either. Cause it does seem like longer ago than that. So I don't know. Unless it was the, the final issue of the series maybe or something. But you say you had the hardcover in hand, so I don't know. Yeah. But it does feel like longer, yeah. It, it does, it does. I... Uh... Regardless, however long it's been, I'm uh, I'm waiting for more. What what's going on? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm dying to do more. Um, it's one of those. I was just laughing, you know, with Deck. It was one. It's one of those, you know, you kind of like be the Steve Buscemi of comic books. You kind of you have to do a bit of the, like the DC stuff or the Marvel stuff or whatever, and make some actual money, and then you get to go back and do your own comic and like make zero money for it and like. The, feel like you've got the moral high ground because you're you're breaking your back to do something that's that's not going to get you um much cash 
But uh, I mean, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a pissy way to look at it, though. I mean, it definitely raised my profile, uh, you know, in the states and got me a lot more offers than I had been getting before. So it's not just about the money, you know. I uh, um, so I yeah, found, go on, sorry. I found the interview. Apparently, it was uh, October 29th, twenty thirteen. Oh wow! So that's like the last issue of the series. Yeah, that that must have been right around number six. Yeah, it was. It was October. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that is a long time ago. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it looks like looks like yeah, actually it, it looks like you were the uh, I I reviewed the trade or the hardcover in March, so we must that's inter- about we interviewed it before that that so cool yeah uh, yeah March is right because it came out at the end of February so that that all tracks yeah there you go okay um, I remember you, I remember you mailing me about it and and you you told me uh, you were telling me you were enjoying it we were had a bit of a back and forth all right yeah but Jesus it does seem like a long time ago. <laughs> And I do appreciate the site that gave it some great reviews and really kind of, you know, I think it was word of mouth on my book that really is what got a lot of people to pick it up because obviously I wasn't that well known in the States, even though I'd been at IW for years, it was on kind of more TV books and movie books. Um, so uh, I think the sites and Canada, America, a lot of that's, it really made a difference. Uh, you know, just get people, get my name out there and, uh, you know, I appreciate the hell out of it. Damn it, Mooney, I'm from Canada, not America. Come on now. That's, right. that's why I said Canada. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just I remembered. I, I just messed up. I, I know it must be such a horrible We get the exact same thing. People call us English and we tear our hair out over it, man. It must be, um, I apologize. <laughs> I, I try not to uh, confuse the two. I find it, it's pretty hard to confuse the two personally, but that's me. Um, what's uh, yeah. Seriously, though, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm waiting for more. I, I, uh, I hope IDW has said go for more, and you're just you're you're too busy being a, a big two DC guy right now to work on <laughs> Half Fast Danger that's or what? Pretty much, that's pretty much exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, IDW. Um, I don't know if I told you back when I began. I was I had envisioned the whole thing as a three part, like three volumes of six issues. That sounds and right. I, 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 yeah, and I brought this, you know, this of course this grand plan to Chris Ryle over at IDW. Uh, he's, he's the editor in chief there now. He's a mate of mine from way back. So I was like, okay, I see it as this, you know, this big extravaganza where I'm going to release uh, a second volume two years later, and then a third volume two years after that. And he was just like, well, you know, let's just see if anyone buys the first one before we commit to any sort of a of a three picture deal, you know. Uh, but there's been a nice little paradigm shift there because. Uh, once it did okay for them, it did pretty well for them. They certainly came back to me and said, "Listen, if you want to do it, we want to do it. So just let us know what kind of a time frame you're thinking about." So I've, it's definitely been. Um, I, have, I have a little bit of a comfort zone there, and that I know they're going to do it once it's ready, as opposed to me sweating bullets again about whether they'll pick it up or want to go with it or not. So it's definitely happening. I mean, like I was saying to you just beforehand, I'm, I've nearly finished the polishing the the full draft of it, so it's pretty much written and set in stone. So it's just going to be a case of when I can set aside like six months to draw it um, and take away, take a break from other work. Um, I mean, there's more DC stuff coming out later in the year as well. So I kind of have to, and I need to do that because the money's so much better and it's high profile and various bits and pieces like that. So, you know, you kind of have to just juggle the two. Yeah. I'm sure that's, uh, that's, that's a difficult thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still worry, man. <laughs> it's, it's 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 not like it's a passion versus passion. It's it's almost like it's like your main passion, and then it's like it, you're passionate about it. But it, damn, the money's much better. So you're trying to like figure yeah, out, you know, it is. It's, it's yeah, exactly right. Because great Nightwing was my is my favorite DC character, you know. So getting through the grace and stuff is like 
it's the character I would have chosen if I they like went pick whoever and we'll give you like some some issues you know so I was like that's just brilliant I mean Batman obviously is a massive one but he's in every issue so you know you kind of get to scratch that itch as well <laughs> uh, the first hardcover of Grayson should be out very soon actually so myself and the, and the main artist um, I only do the specials and the issues that he's not uh, kind of, you know the timing wise that don't fit in with his schedule so uh, yeah he's amazing like I mean the stuff Mikael Yannan he's brilliant and the writers are great it's just such a great team. You feel like you've kind of stepped up a gear or something when you're involved in something that polished and, and that uh, that sharp, you know? I'm glad you said his name because uh, I would have butchered it, but I, I, lo- I do love his work. <laughs> I remember back, it was Justice League Dark, I think he started on, or that was, that was yeah. my first experience with him anyway. And, Me too. Uh, it was just great, great, great work. I was uh, I was hoping he'd be doing, you know, a, a big high-profile book shortly after that, but... Uh, how did uh, I guess if you're talking DC, if you're already in the DC camp right now, how did you get started? I mean, you almost jumped like the release of the hardcover, and you almost like started right at DC right away. Did you not? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, obviously there was a few months in between because I had everything finished up on the book, the hardcover before it came out. So yeah. I was it didn't feel like it was the next day to me, but it did. It was directly because of the half past danger because um, Scott Snyder was at a show over here dice they call it it's a big dublin show deck is actually the art director he he picks the guests and has a lot of input on it and he invited scott over with a big bang a shop in dublin and scott in the you know oh yeah yeah it's a great shop actually they uh they uh, they hook me up with some judge dread stuff so i'm happy (laughs) oh yeah no they'll send they will send anything anywhere in the world actually it's crazy they really, uh, they really want people's business. But I have to say they are a savage shop and they do a great job. So I, I take the piss out of them like, because we all kind of rib on each other a little bit. But at the end of the day, they do an absolutely great job. So. For sure. Uh, and they always like me to mention them because they're, uh, <laughs> they sell a lot of my books, so they keep me happy. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Scott was over for this show and uh, Deck introduces me to him in the bar, you know, same old kind of opening night of the show or whatever, all the pros are in the bar. And he was like, oh, you're the, uh, the half-past danger guy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, do, do you, you've heard of it? Like, and he goes, oh, man, I'm buying it. Like, I read it. And I was like, shit, shit, you're doing your whole, like, no way you're reading my book. Like, because I, I was obviously reading all his stuff at the time. Still am. And uh, I just couldn't believe that he was picking up my comic. And then he started reeling off the names of a few of the main characters. So I was like, okay, geez, like, um, it must be. And he said, have you any interest in uh, working for DC? And I was like, yeah, man, Jesus, where do I sign, you know? And I think he actually meant in a more in a writing capacity. I, I never really got the details from him as to what he meant, but he just said, work for DC. And, and he was like, do you want me to recommend you to the to editorial in the bad office? And I was like, Jesus Christ, yes, please. You know, I'd love to. Because that, that is genuinely the one spot, the bad office, you know, is where I would want to be at DC. Now, I'm a big Green Lantern fan, a couple other bits and pieces, but Batman was always the one, you know, with Nightwing and Robin and Catwoman, everybody. Yeah. So uh, he he basically put me on a plate for um, Mark Doyle, the, who had just come in as the head editor uh, in the Bad Ops. Mike Martz had just left to go to Marvel. Right, right. And uh, he was like, "Listen, this guy is good. You should stick him on something." And and Mark said, "Okay, cool. There's something that comes up that's a good fit. As soon as we got something, we'll stick him on it." And I mean, you hear that you, working in comics, you do hear a lot of that. Like, oh, as soon as we got something, fits you, man. We love your stuff. You're in definitely. Uh, you'll hear from us in whatever X amount of months. And you kind of take it with a pinch of salt because it, maybe 30% of the time that will come to fruition just because it's such a huge amount of luck and timing and everything involved yeah. and people's scheduling the line. So, but this time, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just plain sailing. I mean, if, uh, a couple of months later, Mark got back to me and said, hey, listen, yeah, we've got a, 
we've got something in mind. We're doing this new Grayson series, and we're going to need a second artist for the annuals, the specials, and fill in arc or whatever. Mikhail can't get to, you know. And uh, would you be interested? So I was like, Jesus, man, that's me, you know, done. And uh, it's and they're great people to work with. I have to say, like Mark Doyle is one of the most together editors I've ever worked with. I mean, some of the time you think I'm going to go work at the bigger companies now. People know who I am. Um, editorial there will be like just a smooth, like a smooth oiled machine. There will be no kinks or hiccups or anything. But it's exactly the same as any other company because freelancers are late all the time. People don't get their their work in. Editors are frazzled and freaked out. So you know it can happen anywhere. I just assumed it would be this uh, this robot that would run Marvel and DC where there would never be any uh, issues with it. But it's the same stuff as anywhere else. You just make a bit more money at the end of the day. So and it's with you know iconic characters. We all have those characters we want to draw with. Yeah, I mean, I, if I could draw, certainly the bat group would be up in the uh, up in the top five at the very least. You know. Yeah. I, uh... I mean, I got to do... Sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I got to play around. I did a Wolverine book for Marvel. It was like this one-shot um, hardcover book that was for the direct market, more so than comic stores, although it wasn't comic stores as well. But, um, and, you know, it had, like, the X-Men in it and Magneto and everything. So it's like, there's just stuff you... When, you're a te- when I was a teenager, that's all I wanted to draw, you know? So it's just so cool to get to play in those sandboxes. But um, I th- the real indicator for me that... I love to do Half Past Dangerous because the whole time I was doing those other books, no matter how much I enjoyed it, like I love working on Grayson, I can't wait to do more, but I still was in the back of my mind like, okay, I get this, I get these five issues done and then I can get back to Half Past Danger, you know, it's it's crazy. Have you, you, you really haven't, there hasn't been like a, you know, only do a couple of issues and, and jump back, like you've been pretty steady at DC for the last year or two, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I've done, I've only, I've done five I think Grayson's and now I'm because of this convergence thing. I'm basically I'm at I'm on you know I'm on call for when they when the Grayson series comes back into regular rotation because the whole convergence thing has paused the whole DC uh, situation. Yeah. While they move offices and it's reinstated, so uh, I, I don't know. It could be another few months before I hear. But yeah, I've I've done everything up to February was my last issue, so I don't I couldn't tell you exactly when the next one will be, but I'm hoping it'll be sooner rather than later although that said i do have a ton of other stuff i'm supposed to be drawing before that so um not just half past danger like so you know it's kind of like a, a good problem to have like where do you fit the stuff in yeah i can uh, i was talking to uh kelly fitzpatrick for my for the interview i just went up today actually and same kind of idea oh, yeah. where, where it's like uh you know oh i got so much work i gotta turn work away and it's like, well, that's that's a pretty good problem to have, I would think. I mean, it's oh, good. To, it's good to hear that you're not you're not just jumping back from DC to half past. There's there's other stuff in between. You're doing covers and stuff as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I just finished a uh, a spirit cover today. That was really good fun, actually, for Dynamite. And and then there's a few other bits and pieces for them. Uh, the, there's two other books, two other creator-owned books that I'm involved in. Uh, now neither of them has a release date yet, but. Uh, one looks like it likely it's Dark Horse and the other one hasn't really, I don't know for sure where the other one is yet, but it's like, I'm not writing either of them, I'm just drawing them. So that's a whole different experience as well. Uh, but I do have a lot of input, you know, in the characters and uh, the situations and stuff. So with two like really good writers. So that's another kind of a facet now. People are coming to me and asking me what I'd like to get involved with projects because they liked uh, Half Past Danger and Grayson and stuff like that. So I've definitely, there's definitely feels like there's a few more eyes on me which is lovely because 
You kind of sometimes it feels like you're just operating in a dark room where nobody has a clue who you are. I'm I'm gonna guess that especially that. Oh, okay. sorry. Go on. No, no, no worries. Uh, I was just gonna say I was gonna guess that the Dark Horse book is gonna be with Tim Seeley, and I can't guess the other book. <laughs> Uh, incorrect, sir. Damn. I just figured, because Tim's got so uh, much stuff coming up. Right you're in the right ballpark. Okay, then it's Tim Seeley and what Dynamite. <laughs> incorrect on both counts. <laughs> and, and of course, you can't you can't tell me because of the, the secret No, but I tell, of... I, I'll tell you this. As soon as I can tell somebody, I'll tell you. <laughs> Fucking comics, man. They get me every time. Every, I'm always like, hey, you want to tell me? And they're like, ah, oh, I can't. It hasn't been announced to like yeah. CBR yet. It's like, damn it. <laughs> but you, no, I mean, hey man, you can announce whatever I'm doing. I, I don't mind. I'm just it, the reason I won't say is because I'm again terrified something will collapse in the last ten minutes and it just wouldn't happen, you know? Because nothing is nailed down. It's just you, until the thing hits the shelves, you've no. At least in my case, you've no idea whether it's going to really work out or not. Especially creator-owned stuff. Is, is it really that? Uh, is it really like, still that fragile of a market? No, I wouldn't say that. It's just that we're early enough on in the process on both of these books that it's. You know, everybody's committed, but it's until it's nailed down with a schedule and when it has to be drawn by and things like that, you can't really say because I had assumed I'd be on Half Past Danger 2 by like six months ago, you know, but it just doesn't work out that way because I got offered good stuff to do in the interim. So you can't, re- you, that's the reason you don't say because you don't want to say, yep, this will be on the shelves in two months and then you're like a year later and people just think you're late or you don't do things on time. So it's dangerous, you know? <laughs> Those damn late Irish guys, Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. We're doing well so far. You see, we, we're pretty. We've got a good reputation for work ethic and getting things done when they're supposed to be. So we, none of us want to be the guy that you know puts a hole in that. Ruins the whole situation, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got Sliney on on Spidey two one nine and Will Sliney, another oh, live tomorrow, and he's and he's. I got. I got. You. You have to put in a good word for me, uh, uh, because I want to get. Oh him on yeah, man. Oh, he'd do it. Oh, he's a lovely fella. He'll do it. No bother. He. And uh, um, like the rest. Is- yapping as well like we all love the sound of our own voice so it won't be hard to convince and <laughs> um, so he did like i don't know what was it like 14 16 consecutive issues at marvel over the last year and a half just like you know bam 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 regular like pure like clockwork never misses a beat so that kind of that's the kind of thing that makes an editor fall in love with you you know yeah at least i think 12 just the final 12 and the final one just hit i think but i uh i was just kind of googling stuff and just goofing around and being a, a comic website guy and just looking at shit. And I saw that, and man, his art for Spidey 29 is just fucking bonkers, man. I couldn't get over how good that was. Yeah, it's again, It's I think it's just because he's so into the Spidey thing. Once it, once you're working on one of your favorite characters, it really kind of, just because it's so enjoyable, I think you just can't help but bring your A game to it. You know, it's just, it makes you have to step up. Plus you're competing with such good people guys and girls are drawing these books that are like top top notch you know so you do feel the pressure that you have to bring it a bit more yeah i, I guess when you're situated in the big two and you, you got so much great talent around you uh, i mean like marvel right now is just insane uh i mean dc as well but yeah i, I feel like marvel's got a little bit of a step up on them but uh, uh i'm really excited to see more more stuff from will there and uh uh, have you have you tried out for any Marvel stuff? Have you done any Marvel work? I know you said you did that direct uh, market one, but no, not that was not since that was over. That was like a year and a half ago, or a year ago, or something like that. Um, and they got on to me. Actually, it was Will that got on to me. It was a job that Will had been uh, offered, and he couldn't do it. And they asked for someone he'd recommend, which happens a lot. And uh, they needed someone, so he just he sent them my portfolio, and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's good. Let's get him on it, or whatever." So, so I've never actually directly got on. I had much contact with Marvel Letters. I mean, I know CB Sabolsky, but he's a nice guy. He's kind of more of a friend, but I haven't really 
I was always a bit of a DC Batman was always a thing for me. So, I mean, I'd love to do something there someday, but I, I haven't really kind of approached anybody as yet. So we'll see what happens. I certainly would not say no, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I'd, I'd rather do my own thing and then imp- hopefully impress people enough that they come to me. It might be pie in the sky, you know, but that's how it worked with DC. So, and I'm, that's the play, only place I want to be right now besides doing my own thing. So I'm perfectly happy as it is. Yeah, that's totally fair. I know I, uh, I had that discussion. Uh, I mean, personally for me, I mean, no, no offense to anybody that loves DC or DC in general, but I'm kind of off DC. They're not, yeah. they're not working for me right now. Um, but oh, that's fair, man. Oh. as a kid, I felt like I, like I connect more with those characters. I know them better you know, Batman, Batman animated series as a main point and, and that kind of thing. Right. So I feel like I connect with them more, but for some reason, Marvel's just, it's got me fucking hooked right. Marvel and Valiant actually really have me hooked right now. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Valiant, yeah. yeah great work. they, I mean, Hey, we should, well, I'd love to see some of your covers over there. Come on, go bug them, Steven. No, I'm just kidding. There has been a conversation about that. Yeah. So maybe, Oh, Hey, Hey, <laughs> that one, that's I have, but who knows? I mean, you know, there's so many good cover artists. I'm not, I don't think I'm, I'm, getting there now but then every time i do a cover i'm happy with you know Declan has done 12 and it's like jesus <laughs> christ you know leave some for the rest <laughs> well hey, so I'm, you know it's hard to compare yourself to your friends you know i i have absolutely no pull but i'm gonna go and bug the shit out of the valiant guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah man, definitely <laughs> I, I i hear i hear you about the Declan thing though I, I do remember talking to him and yeah he he just did so many covers all at once i don't know how they i don't think the guy ever slept between that and moon Knight, but uh he didn't it, Literally didn't. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, when it comes to, I'm just curious. You know, you know how insane he is. They don't sleep. You've talked to them, him and Jordy, right? Uh, you know, Jordy just guest spot. I have yet to actually sit down and talk to her. She keeps avoiding me for some reason. Hint, 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 Jordy. Um, uh, <laughs> just, she's so busy. Like she barely talks to me, and I know her really well. She's just <laughs> always. I know. I, that's always why I, work. I don't feel so bad when it's her because I, I know how it, like just insane she she's been, especially last year. I mean, last year, if you could yeah, get an yeah. interview with your, you know, it was a fluke, because uh, I tried, for sure. Oh, man, you don't have to tell me. I mean, I, I, she's dropped me like a hot potato. I, she colored my book, and she's not coloring the next one, I can tell you that, because oh, she's really? uh, I'm not, she's not having it. <laughs> she, she, she fired me. She's like, listen, your book is great and all, but I'm on the top tier stuff now. Sorry. <laughs> I can't afford her. Yo, there you go, hey. The, the Eisner winner is shutting you down there, Stephen. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Well, hey, uh, look at uh, Kelly Fitzpatrick. She does some great work, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we've got, I've got some great people on board. Jordy, God bless her, puts me on to so many. I know Kelly well, and then there's other people, like, uh, like there's loads. The color is, I think, is the big game changer right now. There's so many strong colorists up and coming. It's ridiculous. It's great to see, too. Well, yeah, and, and the, the, they're, they're starting to get the notoriety that they deserve. Uh, like yeah. I was, like I was talking with you, I don't know if you listened to the Kelly show today or not, but, uh, it's just, it's, it's nice to see them on the covers, uh, getting credit and, you know, getting part of the, the, um, what's the word, the, the revenue, whatever from the book, I forget the word. Uh, and they're, they're starting to get, you know, like, like for all comic, I know I, we always include them in our reviews on purpose. Um, mm-hmm. because colorists make or break the book as far as I'm concerned. Um, but oh, it, I totally agree. Anyway. Yeah, it, I mean, it's so nice to see. So uh, there, there's way too many colorists to name uh, that are that are really, really good right now. So yeah, yeah. I, a ton uh, of them. I know it's it's just it's. And then we continue to talk about colorists and all is well with the world. And Stephen thanks me, and I thank him, and he says, 
man, allcomic.com is great. Uh, actually, the uh, the ending of the interview got cut off um, for some odd reason. I can't even blame our producer, Spencer, for that. Um, apparently, it was just a file. Uh, essentially, uh, we just uh, continue to praise colorists some more um, and, uh, and, and do the normal spiel of social media and, and all that fun stuff. So if you do want to follow uh, uh, Stephen, it is uh, at Stephen underscore Mooney um, on Twitter, and you can pretty much follow everywhere else from there. Make sure you check out his book, um, Half Past Danger, and, uh, you know, check him out from there. And apologies for the for the weird cutoff at the end. But hey, you got to listen to my voice one more time, and what's so bad about that? So until next time, 